0: damn it i forgot what i was gonna say oh yeah welcome to another episode of we ain't Them. <laughs> i am your host rather alongside my special co-host my special special co-host ebony and kev
1: what's up y'all
0: welcome back welcome kev. back kevin thank
1: y'all for having me again
0: all right before we get started today don't forget to like comment and subscribe don't forget to sh- Look at us on Instagram at we ain't them underscore. Definitely check us out on TikTok at we ain't them underscore. I've uh, been loving the interaction on TikTok, so keep giving us a like, keep giving us that follow. We appreciate all of it. We're trying to get up there, guys. We're trying yes. to get there. And right your
2: support in... was greatly appreciated word, in these word. streets.
0: Word. And let me tell you guys, <laughs> right now we are on the path to 50 episodes. Whew. By the end of the year, we will have fifty episodes, and in the midst of it, there is something special coming up that we'll let you guys know more about as the weeks progress. Because it's it's kind of big for us. So and Ebony doesn't know yet. But but I know. Yeah,
2: I that's why I'm watching him. Like what what what. She big don't surprise. know she don't
0: know yet. I'm just I kind of mentioned off. it. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> mentioned it to I, I, I kind of no mentioned smoke. it before. I kind of mentioned it to her before, but I'll tell her more in detail. But it's pretty Wait. it's 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 as big as it can be. Okay. It is something that we can enjoy if things happen.
1: Good vibes, good uh, yeah, juju. Good yes, good
0: vibes, good. Big bi- tings. definitely big definitely good vibes. Uh so today guys cuz you know, I love to ask how are we feeling? Drunk, goddamn. Thanks to hold on. No, 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 let, let, let me do that. Let me, uh, I right. got this, I got this, <laughs> I got this. So, guys, if you've realized throughout the months, we usually have wine now because we are, how old are you? Ooh, 33. Okay, cool. Just to make sure... 32 next month. Just to make sure that we all clear. You know, 34 so,
1: is loaded, so it's kind of no, scary. No, 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 it's all right. It's, it's getting all right.
0: It's all right. So, uh, just as you guys know, we are all in our 30s. Um, and we feel like it's time to step our game up. Yeah, liquor is the thing to go to. That's what everybody's favorite Still is. Stella's, Casamigos. Yeah. I, I get it, but... Grand Marnier. <laughs> cannot stand both of y'all. But... <laughs> You know, we're trying to step our game up a little bit. And, you know, I'm trying to expand my palate. So, on this show, we usually, on most occasions, we have wine. Where do we get our wine from? Our lovely Happy Cork in Brooklyn.
2: Big up to Happy Cork. Follow them on Instagram. It's Happy Cork BK, correct?
0: Yes. Happy Uh,
2: Cork BK.
0: So, this wine... It's a black-owned wine, because that's also what we do. We do black-owned over here. Absolutely. Black-owned wine shop. Black-owned wine. So this is a Camusha Cabernet Sauvignon.
2: Sauvignon.
0: All right? So guys, definitely check out Happy Cork. Support them. Also check out their sister brand, Happy Buds. Shout out to Happy
2: Buds. If you are in the mood... (laughs) They have beautiful cones. I'm just saying the prints are beautiful. Check them out.
0: Yeah, but you know, we don't we don't smoke weed out here. You know, we we don't smoke weed. You know, we are not those kind of people. Kids say no to drugs. Adults do what you want to. But kids say no to drugs. Come on, dare. <laughs> I cannot stand, y'all. So.
2: Remember, we, he said that, huh? Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, so, we're gathered here today to talk about some TV and movie business. Now, in TV and media, you know, every most shows or most movies, you know, you have these people that you would consider villains. Those are the antagonists of the show, you know, and we talk about them. But somehow, somewhere, in the midst of things, There are some hidden antagonists that you just don't see. So, would anybody like to go first and give their example of a hidden antagonist?
2: I mean, I could start. Um, The best man, right? Everybody remembers the best man. It was this romantic comedy in the 90s and all the brothers was fine as hell. Let me just say, <laughs> Morris Chestnut. I'm sorry babe. No, my bad babe. Ain't <laughs> but the, the the brothers was, was was looking fine in that movie. Oh my goodness. But in that movie, um a lot of the time, most of the time Shelby was like the antagonist. Okay. Yeah. You know, she was the snobby uppity girlfriend that was super clingy to Merch, poor Merch. Poor Merch. Um <laughs> but honestly, it was really Harper. Tay Diggs' character was the villain. He was the villain in one, two. He was the villain in a spinoff show. he had been the villain since day one, period. Period. So and I feel post, post like people overlook what he, I mean, the whole premise is around him, but they centered anytime she came around and was like, the, she was like the bad
0: cloud. I, you know? I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. Because, one, for sure, for sure, he was definitely the antagonist in one. The others, In the first one? The first one. He no,
2: was... he wasn't. Let me tell you, who was more of an antagonist than Harper was Terrence Howard's um, pr- um, um, character. I forgot his name. Um,
0: um, fuck, I always
1: forget. Child, forgot.
2: Oh, Lord. Terrence Howard. We just know him for Terrence Howard because he, he fine, too. Ter- Terrence, but, um, <laughs> Terrence
1: Howard. That's Terrence. Lucius Faber. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. So he was like the antagonist, too. He was like the one who used to stir the... Sp- the pot yeah. and all types of shit over Harper, people actually, for some odd reason, there were some people who empathized with Harper if you really think about oh, it. Oh, yeah,
0: Quentin. Quentin.
2: Quentin. Quentin! Quentin. Quentin.
0: Yeah, but Quentin was, he was just an instigator. He
2: was a potster. He was
0: just an instigator. He wasn't all real antagonist. He didn't really purposely want to see shit happen.
2: He purposely, that's the whole point of a he, shit, he, of a potster. He wanted to see shit happen. And, that's and then when shit th- happened, he came like a, a fucking sage, like, Come on, man, Lance. Like, come on, brother. This is your man, 50 grand. After he done stirred the shit for two hours, that movie is very long, for like two hours, <laughs> he waited until the nigga
1: was hanging off a balcony to say, Lance, come on, brother. Like, come Listen, <laughs> a, you got to be the saving grace, okay?
0: Facts. Come on, Like, Listen, I'm
1: going to stir this pot, but listen, when it get a little too spicy, I'm going to bring pull it back. back.
0: He's like, come on, brother. We just, we just got to keep the peace, man. Yeah, he always was kind of
1: talking like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was an herbalist. He did, no, so, he, did, know? That every, it he herbalist did that every- He was definitely an herbalist since day one. No,
0: he did that every goddamn movie. He would stir shit up, and then towards the end, he decided to cool shit down. No, I love y'all. You know. This is your man, 50 <laughs> grand. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Shut your ass up. Shut up. Every every time we know what's gonna happen, <laughs> shit's gonna go to shit. Somebody gonna stir the fucking pot, and then Quentin's gonna come out of nowhere. Oh yeah, you know, man. We know you. You know. We got to do better for ourselves.
2: Yeah. You got to
0: look out. That's but your brother. But people did
2: pin Shelby as like.
0: That is true. Shelby definitely. Even though
2: she was a uppity bitch. Oh, that girl was so snobby and annoying. Oh, my goodness. But she was fly, though. She, <laughs> she was. Just Shelby is yeah, so she fly. Couldn't... What
0: was making me mad is she couldn't leave merch alone. Leave merch alone.
2: Shelby. Yeah. While sleeping with Quentin. Come on, bro.
0: Yep. And then eventually, spoilers, having a baby. Mm-hmm. And not, wait, 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 wait. There's something I got to mention. The shit that pissed me off. Yo, how is it that Quentin wasn't as mad when he found out that Shelby's daughter was his? I'm confused. You know, I knew that
2: was his baby. We all did. We all
0: did, but I'm still, like, at the end of the day, I like... How
2: know,
0: nigga? My whole thing is, why is it that he wasn't as mad as he should have been?
1: Well, what does he, well... I feel tri- like he's been in that baby's life, so it's just more of like, Okay, now you
2: think he's been in the baby's life from like from two from when they slept together at the end of one
1: mm-hmm.
2: to two. He wasn't in the baby. Like he was there as a friend, but he wasn't daddy.
1: I still feel like you were able to see that child grow. That's progress, true. Hear some things about the child. It's not like, hey yo, this is your baby. Come take care. Like if it was that type of situation, so it'd be a he little was different.
2: like. So you would say he's like the John
1: Redcorn of. <laughs> You know, uncle turned daddy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know what happens to people sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Quentin was John Redcorn for sure. <laughs> he watched he watched that baby grow up.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. Leave John Redcorn alone. That man didn't deserve I'm, that.
2: No. Yes, he did. You're sleeping with someone's wife. Period. There it goes. Stop. Stop it. He fine. John Redcorn, even though he's animated, you was fine. But you, you was wrong, sir. You were wrong. Which he could also be a villain too, King of the Hill.
0: No, yeah. he's definitely a villain. Absolutely, and have the
2: nerve to be crying and come on, sir!
0: You he sleeping definitely...
1: with somebody's wife. I mean, when you when your business gets put out on Front Street, you know you got to cry sometimes. You got to be That's emotional. That's right. Natural cycle. It's, it's okay. it's, it, t- t- it did take emotion. forever. day It was that you know
0: everybody knew. Everybody knew, but you. Who. What do you mean? Everybody In knew. In terms of Quentin? No, and, um, what's it called? King of the Hill.
2: No, he knew that was his baby. It was Everybody. Dale.
0: Dale was just like, yeah, that's my son. Nigga, that nigga don't look nothing like you. You know what's
2: crazy about Dale? I'm sorry. I'm like a King of the Hill like fanatic. So shout out to Mike Judge cuz I heard you revamping it. I'm waiting, sir. I am waiting. But John Redcorn, it wasn't John Redcorn Dale. The funny thing with Dale is you are so suspicious about everything around you except Word. the one thing that was in front of your face the whole time. But don't it be
1: like that in life sometimes though. That's facts. Like you just really be like, "Nah, everything's good," but everybody else looking at you like, "You don't bruh. you don't know?" Yeah, bruh, Come you, on. You still don't know? <laughs> you st- Okay, we we ignoring the red flags. (laughs) But didn't you
2: say also like with in terms of villains, everybody when like when Abbott Elementary?
0: All right, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I'm gonna just clear this up. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I love you, Quinta, but Janine is the fucking villain. Can you
2: please elaborate? Because there were so many times Ava did something and I wanted to jump through the television. Yeah, but
0: Ava did what Ava was supposed to do. She was never supposed to be in that position in the first place. Right. Everybody knows she wasn't supposed to be there. Hell, she even knows she wasn't supposed to be there. But they put her there. Listen, you take what you get from a person who wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. That's what you expect. That's your expectation for them. However, in regards to Janine, it feels like she just getting in business that she don't have no business in getting in. Okay. Let's start with the, the, the light post thing. <laughs> The they light posting. The her, light bulb. <laughs> They told her not to touch anything. Don't change anything. One, ma'am, you afraid of ladders. Yes.
2: Well, she's a little tiny self. You <laughs> afraid of ladders. Then
0: you go climb up the goddamn ladder and try to fix it yourself.
2: And can't get down. I felt like it was inspirational. Not
0: only did you not... <laughs> no. No. You, no. Fuck that. How? How is it inspirational?
1: Fellas, you can do anything that you put your mind to. That's really? That's what you was trying to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then you fix the light bulb and ruined all the power and I will damn place. I will
2: say this that you do make a point, but that episode with the egg drop, that could have <laughs> that could have been avoided.
1: That could have been avoided. You, she was,
2: just wanted to show that yes, we could do it too. And it's like, bro, you still like even when Greg was telling him, like science is all about messing up. It's not about being right. Even if you did the experiment and it came out wrong, that's still science. And she just did not get it. Like so there were times where it was, like inspirational because she wants to always be this overachieving kind of person and show like yes if you put your mind to it like she ha- like,
0: like you're you not know, she's you inspirational. not realistic like the whole Melissa thing why are you getting involved in that that woman oh, family with business oh, yeah, yeah that, why are you that, getting involved yeah. with her business yeah you're not supposed to do that, that is I like Miss list.
2: Shimenti. listen I do
0: I love Melissa. But, yo, you wasn't supposed to get in her business. That's her mm. personal business. Oh, because of my sister. Then focus on your goddamn sister. Mind you, own. her
2: sister was chill as hell.
1: Word. Boy. Word.
2: She was chill as hell. Like, it's like, oh, I don't want to bring my sister on. She's the hands. No, like, yo. So, no, you're the hands.
0: I'm going to be girl. honest. The characteristics from all three of them, like her sister mm-hmm. and then her mom being Taraji P. Henson, oh, oh. Lord. I didn't Can't that That was comment. amazing.
1: Can't pay that phone bill, though. <laughs>
2: And she fly as hell But can't pay the phone With the
1: fur Walking with the fur With the
2: fur Oh my god I'm like okay You couldn't tell Taraji Nothing Hi
0: hi, grandma (laughs) One of the kids She's like excuse me I ain't no grandma
2: she ain't look like granny.
0: No, she did not.
2: Nowadays, y'all ever find nowadays like grandmothers don't be looking like grandmothers? Like Bernice Burgos. Says I not was look about like a to say
0: that. Grandma Burgos. God. <laughs>
2: Yo, Kevin. Kevin's face is I'm killing sorry. me right now.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, babe, but God, damn. I
2: don't right. care, bro. She is fine. She's gorgeous. She's,
1: all right. She's all right. grandma. Just, sorry. <laughs> Come on, grandma. Okay, cool. Grandma. Like... Grandma. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that whole glamour thing that we have, mm-hmm. you are a grandmother. It is fine mm-hmm. living your truth, and that's that. You can be as fly as you want to be, and you can feel as old as you want to feel. Uh, yeah. But you're a grandmother. Let's stop.
2: That's true. <laughs> no, you're right. Grandma is grandma. Grandma gonna have the grandma, period.
1: Also, Miss Howard <laughs> was the villain in Abaddon Elementary, but I'll leave that alone.
2: Really? What? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no Tell me how. You're too wise and you're too smart to let these stupid children run around and act like this. That's how? She just let the drama unfold. If you knew that Uh Greg and Janine really liked each other, why didn't you facilitate that? Nah, she's just like, "Mm, not my business. And she held that post Uh every season until at the end of the last season where she had that face mask on mm-hmm. and now she's scaring all the kids.
2: Oh yeah, with the um she had sleep apnea. Right, cuz she yeah. had the
1: sleep apnea. Come on now. She's the true villain. You two, if you've been teaching for 20 plus years, yeah. right? There's certain way that things should go. You should guide things along even if it's coming to Ava or the white boy that was on the show or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Sorry, I can't remember the name of the character.
2: Um Josh? No, no, it's not Josh. Nah. No. no. Jacob. 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 There we
1: go. But you're too wise, and you know how things go, to let everything just go to crap like that. So, she's the true villain. I didn't see that one.
2: Coming. I didn't. See I didn't either.
1: see that one coming. You I, know what? I would have thought. I would have
0: thought something else. Really, I, I
2: love her. Bar- no, I get, I get it, but well, it's well, like since
0: we're talking about older women that are villains, why not just jump into the next one? Florida Evans, get your ass over here. You deserve it. You is the worst kind of mama. She was is the it?
2: worst kind of mama, but you, she how, definitely... You don't want to see
0: nobody live. You don't want to see nobody strive and survive. You just like... They no... were
2: striving and surviving, but they were just in
0: They poverty. were yeah. a little delayed. A little, <laughs> delayed. a little delayed. A little delayed. A little delayed. There were so went... many times
2: they could have got out of that shit. So
0: many. But Florida, no, no, no.
2: Our That second episode, first season, I think it was sep- second episode where... I think J.J. had painted a picture. I'm taking giving y'all some 70s tea for all my little <laughs> young viewers. J.J., the son, the oldest son, had painted a picture of Jesus, a black Jesus. And I forgot what it was. She was so mad because she was like, oh, it's blasphemy because the the real Je- She was showing pictures of Jesus and the real Jesus she thought was white. And because he had a black Jesus and because the painting was in the house bringing all these good things to the house, she was getting so angry about that. And I'm like, bruh, like, what? You know, there was a time where, another time where Michael, that's the youngest son, you can tell I still watch this shit. I, I, do. <laughs> yeah. I, do. I really do. I like good times. But yeah, the youngest son, Michael, he was like a activist. Young little. They called him the militant midget. And he wrote this paper about why he didn't really fuck with George Washington. And Florida was mad. Because he got sent home and it was like, oh, this paper is disrespectful or whatever, whatever. And she's like, he is one of the founding fathers and you have to apologize. And I'm like, girl, he had all of us in slavery. Child. What are you talking about? He is a very important political... Girl... Mm, Florida, I love you. And I know you was just trying to be a good wife. You were good to James. You held a brother down. We've come a long way, black woman. We've 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 come a very long way. Um, but damn, sis, like yeah. you kinda held you kinda held the family back too, just
1: be honest. Word. I think when we talk about family dynamics, that's mm-hmm. where things really get into play. Like if I'm thinking about the show, I'm thinking about
2: mm-hmm. Moesha. <laughs> Come
1: with listen. it. Tell me who's the real villain. There's two villains. Number one, is the villain.
2: He said the same thing. Who's the second one? Frank.
0: Well, everybody, think, okay. everybody knew it was Frank. Frank. Everybody knows Frank's the villain.
2: I'm sorry. Frank, I don't see Moesha as a villain. I, do, do no, no, I, no,
0: I, no. She was to a bad know, friend. She shows
1: violence every single time. Violence? Violence. Elaborate. Moesha's a bad friend. She's a
2: bad friend. She's a bad friend. She was a bad friend to Kim, hands down. Kim like, Nisi Orlem.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's was a, a bad, bad friend. She's a bad friend. She knows what, not what is expected of her, mm-hmm. but more of what she needs to do in order to survive. If you're trying to become, you know, out of the house and do what you need to do, yeah. you know what you got to do just to get around Frank and D and Miles and everything and so yeah. like that. No, you chose violence every single time. Oh, it, I, it, I get it. Every single time. Like, I'm going to just do this and I'm going to just do that. Yeah. But look at me and woe is me. and
2: When oh, shit happens, oh, yeah. care for me. You she chose to do that. She played victim.
1: Every single time. I will say
2: she played victim, but I will say hands down the villain will forever be fucking Frank Mitchell. I'm sorry. Watching that, when it finally debuted on Netflix and I rewatched it again because I was so happy...
1: Yeah, Frank was Bruh. I'm probably, I'm probably <laughs> was <evil. laughs> misogynistic. Oh my god, controlling, he,
2: very controlling, very overbearing, and he was almost proud of it. Oh, like absolutely. it was like a sm- like a smile, like it was so funny to him. And it's just like, ugh, sir, you're cringy. And then on top of that, you hounding down and following M- Moisha was genuinely not a bad child. Let's be real. Like if you really want to yes. get down to the nitty gritty, yes. She was genuinely not a bad teenager. And he was just so hard on her. While wow, nigga, you was holding this deep, dark secret. Dorian? Dorian. Dorian? Word. Ray J? Okay. Brandy Good night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we have to talk about the biggest villain of them all. I don't care what nobody say. If you've watched the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Everybody would say Brandy was the villain because of the shit that she did. But let's be honest here. Let's really be honest here. The real villain was fucking Darnell. Darnell was the big ass villain. You literally chased that woman down. Like... You tried to do everything to get she her attention. She wasn't
2: paying him no mind. Paying friends. you
0: no attention. She Very was just true. in her little world, minding her business, but you pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And then you got what you wanted, and then you thought that shit would just let it slide because you found a new woman? Fuck that. No, and no, And then no. even
2: after he got his ass whooped, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. And he was in the hospital, and he was doing like the narration or whatever. His whole thing was, oh, I hope she's getting the help she needs. Like, brother, you are the reason why. <laughs> now, granted, she she went too far. But still, it's like, you, bruh. You caused
1: her to go crazy. But why'd you play in my face like that, though? hmm yeah. I didn't want you. Yeah, right. I wasn't checking for you. You did everything Think in your you power could? Yes. for me to go on ahead and fall head over heels in love with you. And now you mad? Yeah, no. Let's no. not.
2: We are not doing that. No. Hell no.
1: I, I
0: listen at the end of the day. I've said it a million times that you know. There's a saying that says if you want to know how crazy a person is, look at the person right next to them. And literally, you drove that woman insane. So what did you expect? You listen. There, there's also a saying that you may get what you want. <laughs> You always (laughs) say that. But you may not want Want what what you you get. get. And that is your fault. That is your fault, fam. You wanted it. You wanted this kind of energy. And you deserve what you get. Darnell, you ain't shit. No matter what you say, you ain't shit. You was not the hero in this goddamn love story. You was the asshole. You caused this whole fucking problem. Yeah.
2: But you saying that's the last one. We didn't even get to Soul Food. Oh, child. Oh, my
0: God, bro. Big Mama was not the goddamn. I don't give a fuck what you on, she was. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, she was. What? Yeah, she was. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How? How? Not
2: Big Mama. How?
0: Not I Big love, Mama.
2: I, okay, we all love Big Mama. Big Mama did keep the family together. Absolutely. We can agree to that. But you had all this money upstairs and you had Terry paying for everything. Come on, bruh. And uh, you knew you had the money. You knew. You knew. And you had Terry, who had her own marital issues, right? Paying right. for everything. Every, like...
1: You know, you're, you're supposed to raise up your children to pay. Take- <laughs> <laughs> I can't make a, I
0: can't make a argument. I'm done. I, I can't either. At this point, you 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 kind of
2: come it. on. I know, no, we all love Big Mama. I loved her too. I thought she was my grandmama. She reminded me of my of my grandmother, of my grandmother's. Sir. She had that element of keeping the family. But the thing is, a lot of black families be holding back some stuff. They be having all types of secrets and all types of shit, and have you suffering? It's the, the Florida Evans effect, man. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping hours. people back, and the thing is, you had Terry paying for everything, and a lot of her animosity didn't just come from the fact that Vivica f- slept with her 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 um, boyfriend at the time, but also the fact that she had to pay for everything. Like, imagine they're all, like, Big Mama in a coma, they're all sitting uh, uh, amongst her, and 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 I forgot Vivica's name in the movie, but Vivica was like, "I thought Ter- Terry and Mel can pay for everything, and we could pay you back." Like, come on, bruh. Like, no, no, no. I'm, at the end, the day, they had access to the money or whatever at the end, and the, the ending was beautiful, so on and so forth. But could, a lot of that shit could have been avoided. Um,
0: Prevented. Avoided,
2: <laughs> avoided period.
0: Yeah. Good point there. Yeah. All right, so as we move on, we're going to move on to our next subject. Whenever a particular type of character is needed, there are a few go-to actors and actresses who are repeatedly casted for that role. But what happens when an actor or actress is repeatedly pigeonholed into a specific type of a character? Does it limit their potential? Could it even harm their character in the long run? Certainly, there are some well-known actors and actresses who have been typecasted at various points in their careers. For example, Arnold Schwarzenegger being the action hero or the tough guy. Marilyn Monroe being the blonde bombshell or seductive roles. Uh, Jim Carrey being the comedic role, and even Morgan Freeman with the often wise authoritative roles. So in 2018, LA Times interview, uh actor uh begin uh Benga A King I don't want to say the man's name wrong. A king king of the bay. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't say it wrong. Who are you I say trying,
2: it wrong.
0: Um he was on the wire. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't watch The Wire. He is an actor from The Wire. Um, He said he had trouble uh, finding jobs because the way they portrayed their characters on the show so well, they uh, were unable to find other jobs. Mm -hmm. So, my first question is, are some actors and actresses more prone to being typecasted than others? And if so, why?
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Jaleel White? Why? Oh. I don't know Robert B. Yeah, they could, like, honestly, like, it could be that, like, I mentioned Jaleel White, right? Mm-hmm. Um, For those of you who are too young enough to know who he is, um, Steve Urkel. You know, I'm sure he's probably one for other auditions, but that role was so fucking iconic. Right. <laughs> that You can't see him as anything else. And then there are other actors who have tried and have succeeded in making movies, but it just wasn't good. Like, perfect example, I will say Tyler Perry with Alex Cross.
0: Right, because he did, have, he did so do- did horrible.
2: Alex Cross was not that good, bruh, bruh. I'm going to be honest.
0: So that's why everybody tell you to yeah. stick to Medea movies.
2: Same thing with Taylor Lautner. For those of you who are too young- to know who that is, Jacob from um, Twilight. The Mm -hmm. Twilight Saga, he played the wolf. Um, He branched out. I think he did a movie called Valentine's Day where he played another heartthrob, which it worked for him. Um, And then he played another movie where he was like some kind of, it was like an action movie and it was still very, terrible. it wasn't good.
0: One of the ones I like to think of is Christopher P. Duncan because he did an interview about it. For those who don't know who Christopher P. Duncan is, that is Braxton from The Jamie Foxx Show. I was thinking about
2: somebody else.
0: So he was saying on an interview that because he got typecasted, it was hard for him to get roles. Mm -hmm. It was really hard. Nobody wants to hire him because they would always say, oh, Braxton. They wouldn't say his name. They wouldn't (laughs) respect him. And it's the same thing with Jaleel White when they say, oh, Urkel. it's, It's wrong because... Yes, your your character is a legendary, but it doesn't mean that person is that character their whole life. Yeah. So it really messes them up, and he, what was it? Um, he didn't even get a a thing till um, he didn't really get a good role until he was in Black Lightning, and that was a superhero based show. So, so I didn't it was, even know it was he tougher. Was no.
1: Yeah. I think of um, and forgive me because I don't know his name. Uh, the young man that played Aladdin in the uh, remake with Will Smith. So recently, he was in the news uh, talking about The Little Mermaid and how mm-hmm. it won't outsell Aladdin and that it doesn't have the talent itself because his movie was so much better. It wasn't. However, he's also been in the news and the media talking about how he's unable to get any roles outside of Aladdin. Men There we go. Mm. So I kind of think about, you know, we're talking about past shows, but I'm thinking about like today. It's more of like, don't you have to kind of be careful with what you sign on to and what actually you want as a project? And I understand that might be a big role for you or Mm -hmm. a breakout role, but you have to think about your future on that. Because Halle Bailey, grown-ish. Mm-hmm. Color Purple's coming out. Oh yeah, music career. Hello, she's being versatile. She's thinking about her career and how she can have longevity in that. Right, right. You got to be more intentional with that. Where I think maybe back in the day it was like breakout out role. I got my money. You know, I got everything's good, but I didn't yeah. realize the consequences of staying in that and not yeah. branching out earlier.
2: Yeah,
1: versus where today the access, the opportunity, you gotta go on ahead and kind of be more proactive and, you know, progressive in everything that you're trying to do.
2: It's true. But I I think that that is true. But then I also feel like there are people that started way back in the day and like up to like recently they're still they still have a lucrative career um because they were able to break the typecasting, right. you know? And I will say a perfect example of that is Adam Sandler. God
0: damn
2: it, she stole my person. I,
0: I was going to say Adam Sandler. Yeah,
2: Adam Sandler. Um, people, yep. People do tend to bring up, like, okay, he was like this goofy person in the 80s, 90s, started off in SNL. And then people m- mentioned Uncut Gems, which came out in 2018, but I feel like he'd been doing dramatic roles. And the first one I ever saw him in was this movie called Rain Over Me or... Rain, Rain, yeah, Rain Over Me with him. um, It was featuring him, Don Cheadle, and Jada Pinkett is one of my favorite movies. And it was the first time I ever, like, ever saw him outside of just being funny. And he was still funny in that movie, but it was very dramatic. It dealt with mental illness. It talked about the 9-11 attacks. And I think he did an amazing job. And um I did see Uncut Gems. He was very good in that as very well. Good. Oh yeah. my God. And it's just so good to see him bear off because let me tell you, the 2010s was not very kind to Adam Sandler. I'm sorry, those movies he was coming out with were it wasn't cute. Yeah. It, it wasn't cute. It was nice. It was it was cringy. It was stupid. It was like, okay, buddy, what next? My you know? perfect
0: my perfect example is actually one of your favorite actors from your favorite show, The Office, Steve Corral. Steve Corral oh, yeah. Yeah. did did the Foxcatcher. And I watched the Foxcatcher because it was, you know, I am not only a... Is that
2: the one with the wrestling coach? Yes. Yeah. So
0: when he was the wrestling coach and that that role, he played so well because he was just the complete opposite of what he was in the office. He was very creepy. He was very hard. He was very aggressive. It just it's it was a tale of two two different actors, and it was just amazing to watch. And we was so glad to watch him break out of his shell because you know we we seen him in a uh, crazy drunk love or crazy crazy drunk love, I believe it is. No, where he was funny. Oh yes, oh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Cra- so yeah, crazy. I think it was crazy,
0: stupid,
1: crazy, stupid, love. crazy, love, yeah. stupid love. So. And he was really good. In that and movie. he was really great he in that. But that of
0: course, movie. it's like yeah, everything is like funny and everything like that. But for him to switch in the fox it was amazing. Unfortunately, there are some people. In the industry that's just never going to change out of that, but I feel like at this point, they've kind of accepted that. Yeah. yeah, one of those favorite people is everybody's big favorite muscle man steroid using muscle man, the rock he He kind of knows his role at this point, and that's what he's going to go for.
2: I think um <laughs> I'm he sorry. who finds a good thing. Yo, I'm going to be honest. The Rock, <laughs> for those of you who have not seen Hobbs and Shaw. Like, or any of not,
0: the I, Fast and I, Furious I, movies. No, I
2: have to point I, out I'm Hobbs glad. and Shaw. That I, they have still to, I have to fucking pull out. Yo, honestly, I get it. The Rock is a strong person. He's very muscular. The physique is on point. He works hard for it, right? But he is just so full of himself. In Hobbs and Shaw, there was this one scene where he had to- <laughs> I'm sorry. He was like on a truck or something. And there was a helicopter with this chain flying. This is a helicopter. And you're on a truck. And he took the chain from the helicopter and used his actual body oh, strength.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, but you're you're a little too conceited, my friend. And he also has like a no dying clause in his contracts. So he's not. You can't kill him. You cannot kill him. If you're going to kill him if the character's to be dead, he's not taking the role. You're going to have to rewrite the shit because he's not dying. Period. But The Rock, yes. He he I think he's very comfortable because he his his body is his selling point, I feel. It's part of the selling point of his acting. I don't think he's just a good actor. Um, you know. I don't think he's a great actor. No, anything, he's you know? not. The and body I will, and, and is I will the selling say this, point. I don't for give him. fuck
0: what nobody says coming out of wrestling the best actor that came out of professional re- wrestling is Dave Bautista. Nobody could tell me otherwise. Dave Bautista oh, yes. is yes. because he is just willing to take risks. He's in, in that multiple, movie
2: that um the movie we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the
0: Galaxy. Oh my yes. God, yes. he was so he is such a great character in Guardians of the Galaxy. But other movies he was in like Knives Out. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He is willing to stretch out to different things. He did a movie, I think it was called Bushwick or something, where it was okay. But he tries. He is willing to try everything. He is willing to be emotional. He is willing to be funny. He's willing to play that strong man role. He is willing to try everything. And that is one thing that I can respect about Dave Pasista yeah. that I cannot respect about The Rock. It's maybe because he tried the comedy thing at first. What was it? Uh, Would be cool. Where he, he played a, a gay guy and it didn't really work Who, out. For him. rock The Rock? Yeah. And that was when he wasn't brought. he was very slim. That was when he was Slim Rock.
2: And then he played, like, The Tooth Fairy or some yeah, shit. Yeah, in a Disney
0: oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what was it? What was the other thing? Um, Black Adam.
2: The score the Black Adam King. was. Qu- that was comical.
1: It was com- <laughs> that
2: was quite comical. <laughs> if I would get
1: my money back, I would.
2: <laughs> Me too. Well, oh. I, I watched it for free. Oh. But, like, still. <laughs> Anyway, that was comical. Show. But one person, I will say that I, like, honestly, I admire the fact that he broke typecasting and he he executed it so well because he, he, I mean, when you see this person, he is comedy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Jim Carrey? Fucking Jim Carrey? Let me tell you. I remember, because I, I had it on DVD. For those of you who don't know what DVD is. <laughs> look it up I ain't got time but like um, honestly I've watched him and then Living Color he was so funny he had like um, Ace Ventura like that was one of my favorite movies especially the second one when he went to Africa Um, the whole rubber face antics and to see that he can go from that like he's like at the like the tail end of the comedy spectrum. He's physical comedy. He's doing all, like, he's not afraid to push those limits of looking, being an idiot, basically, right? And to see him in movies like Eternal, was it Spotless of the Eternal? God forgive me. That movie, for those of you who know, you know. And then he was also in a movie called The Number 23. That movie was really good. It was about, like, serial killing and, like, you know. Um, what else? What other movie was he in? The Andy Kaufman yes. um yes. movie he did. And even though some people wouldn't say it's a drama, but I will, there was this movie. Remember that movie where he was like in like a society and he didn't know that he was being watched? It was like a television like show. And from small, he was just like being watched the whole time and he didn't even realize it. I- don't remember. Oh my um, god. If I find what is it? The Truman Show! The Truman Show. Yes. Right. Oh, thank you. Right. Thank you. The fucking Truman Show. Oh my God. That movie, people don't say it's still a comedy. It did have some comedic elements to it. But oh my it had one of the most satisfying endings I've ever seen in a very long time. If you guys have not seen the Truman show, give it a watch. Just saying.
0: All right. With that, um, all right, so. I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to end on a funny note. (sighs) I'm going to come back to this. So me and Ab, on episodes, we we did a segment where we talked about, uh, based off the scenarios from the page, Six Brown Chicks. This is a scenario I had (laughs) to talk about because it is so hilarious, and I just want to get y'all responses, Mm. all right? In 2020, my marriage was going through a bad time, so I got cosmetic surgery to pre- to permanently change my eye color. My brown eyes are now green, but I got nerve damage, and one eye closes slower than the other. My slow eye can't be corrected, and my husband knows I'm sensitive about this. What I didn't know is that his mama calls me mortgage eyes, one fix, one variable <laughs> And he joins her in talking shit about me. She washes his clothes, cooks for him, um, only cooks enough food for one person, and cleans only his things in our house. She's convincing him to leave me because our newborn isn't his daughter. He forgave me for cheating already. How can I stop his mama from disrespecting me slash ruining my marriage? I'm this close to fighting her. <laughs>
2: start? I don't know where to begin, Kevin, you wanna... (laughs) (laughs) Take the losses. (laughs) Take the L.
1: Take the L. Take the fucking L. Like, what? It's over. You and your baby, y'all gonna have a beautiful life together, okay? Facts. And, you you know, with God's good grace, you gonna figure it out. But take that L and um, let him live because... How old is he? And his mama still washes his clothes?
2: Yeah. And why are you letting her do that shit? Like, That's crazy. Why, first of all, I know mothers, mother-in-laws can be a little... Some of them, not all, right? Can be overbearing. But, like, first of all, says you went through all the trouble of, like, redoing your eyes for a nigga that may not even stay with you because you cheated on him. You didn't even do it for yourself. You did it for him. That's mistake number one. Mistake number two, you probably went to somebody that wasn't, like, unqualified. Because oh, if that is the end result, you should sue the doctor.
0: Yo, she needs to open her eyes and realize what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the
1: mistake.
2: laughs> number three, open your eyes and realize.
1: that This ain't for you, boo. Yeah,
2: facts. Like, girl, what? Listen,
0: you need to have a clear vision on these <laughs>
1: things.
0: <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> Bro, What? <laughs> So, I know so. listen I understand at one point you was lost but now I hope you see that this is <laughs> the move for you All right, this ate the you. Yeah,
2: honey, get some self-esteem. Take time to heal yourself. That's right. Therapy and go to therapy. Right, go to therapy. Heal yourself. Um, get away from you know if and first of all, if you're if you're with a guy and you feel like you have to go through those type of drastic measures, like it's it boils down to how you feel about you because he may not even be saying nothing, but then also. Is he making you feel this way? And if he is, then why are you with him? Like, why are you with this person? And then he has an overbearing mom. Like, what What are you dealing with? Like, you've compromised yourself, your body, and all this shit. For what? Like, Good Was it worth it? it? I don't think it was job. worth it. And on top of it, you cheated on him. Like, girl, just Listen, go. Good, uh, goodbye. Yeah,
0: it, uh, all right.
2: Go yeah. to sleep. It's late in Atlanta.
0: Period. Uh, all right, sure. How,
2: how quick is that
1: eye going to close, though? <laughs>
0: Listen listen guys, hindsight is 2020. Anyway, last question, last question, and it's the last thing we'll talk about. I have to read this one for you. I treated my boyfriend of one year to a trip to Greece for his birthday. We're Chicagonians. We knew no one in Cyprus. However, we checked in and he left me behind at the hotel to go sightseeing alone. He was gone for an hour, ignoring my calls. I panicked. Went to the hotel lobby to find him helping his wife check in. Aye, aye, aye. He told me he was broke. I paid for everything. He told me he was leaving her. Obviously not. He never came back to our room. I toured Greece solo. Tears in every photo. On checkout day, I found my credit card paid for two rooms. He said, I'm sorry. I promised my wife a proper honeymoon before I divorced her and I never could afford it. I know he loves me and that he's conflicted. I don't want him to go to jail, but I want him to know I don't appreciate the theft, and being stranded in Greece alone. Advice. I think this episode is over. We don't really have to talk about this
2: issue. Girl. <laughs>
1: I was once you.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> wait a minute wait, wait a minute
1: now that's for another episode wait, yeah. wait a minute
0: now oh, oh it ain't for another episode what now i was once you
1: I, I i paid for it all and i and i thought you know everything was gonna be great but my advice to you is call the credit card company it's fraud yeah at this point point. and fraud.
2: girl if a guy tells you he's married and i'm leaving her tomorrow let him finalize his shit. Get his life together. Don't go jumping into nothing. If, he, if, if, if he's in a situation where he's married and he genuinely plans to leave his significant other and come to you, he'll do it. But don't get involved. Like, leave that... Like, I, ugh, Man, I don't know. Once people are married, once you mention marriage, I'm not... I'm not why?
1: And <laughs> ask for the paperwork.
2: Facts. Ask Ask for the the divorce papers. Ask for it all. Get all the paperwork paperwork. you need to secure yourself and to protect yourself and protect your heart. Like, girl, you got fucked over in terms of your heart and your finances. Like, that's, I don't know what advice to give you because the nigga told you he was married. So, I don't don't know.
0: Well, with that being said, (laughs) this has been a wonderful, wonderful episode. This has been a wonderful June. Um, I'd like to thank my co-hosts Kev and Ebony. Follow us on Instagram at We Ain't Them. Follow Ebs at Eccentric Ebs. Follow Kev at Negro with that Creole. And of course, follow me at It's Mister Defiant. This is We Ain't Them. We have been your hosts, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.